Well, good evening. Welcome to Maniac Marketers. I am your host, Terry Allison. <clears throat> hey, Butch. How's it going, buddy? <clears throat> and uh, tonight's title is uh, Vision as the Indispensable Quality of a Leader in a Work-at-Home Business, Part 3. Uh, the information that I use comes from a book called John, or, uh, called, it's not called John Maxwell, it's written by John Maxwell. <clears throat> the book is titled, Developing the Leader Within You. Uh, so we uh, tailor his information for us uh, in a work-at-home business. And uh, if you would like to uh, participate uh, in the chat, uh, just go ahead and type something in the chat, and uh, we'll we'll all learn something uh, together. There are many reasons why a person comes to a work-at-home business, and I'm just going to list out a few. I've uh, in the past have uh, discussed each one of these, and and uh, but you guys know what I'm uh, when I talk about when I. Uh, talk about each one of those. I mean, uh, these may be some of the reasons why you came into a work-at-home business. The lure of lots of money, promise of making uh, thousands and maybe million, make, be a millionaire overnight. There's the replacement income, someone getting uh, hurt and need to uh, bring in some extra money to uh, replace their income lost. And maybe working two or three jobs. Some people are fed up with a boss. Uh, they don't like the way they look, uh, or their attitude, or anything about them. They're a control freak, uh, their bosses. Some people, uh, they like to be BYOB, be your own boss. And, uh, and uh, they don't like other people telling them what, telling them what to do. Uh, they, they like the freedom just to be able to, to go and, and, and get the work done. <clears throat> Some people like freedom and flexibility. Uh, they like to be able to go uh, visit their child's school. Uh, they also like to be able to uh, just go be with the family, go take a trip somewhere and, uh, and do some family time and have that flexibility. If they want to go during the middle of the week, they just uh, get up and, and go. And then uh, some people, you know, they're, they're getting into the business because of family. They want to spend time with their family and because uh, they, you know, work at their uh, a job outside the home uh, does take more than eight hours when you figure in the drive time and and uh, and all that other stuff uh, that goes with it. It can add up, and it, that means it's more time away from your family. And then others want to leave a family legacy, being able to uh, uh, start something and uh, and build upon that, meet goals, and then be able to hand it off to their children and say, "Hey, kids." Uh, this is what I did, and uh, you've uh, you've seen what I've done. I'm sure you have ideas of your own, and you hand it off to them, and uh, and let them go for it. But you know, we talk about the reasons why someone comes into a work-at-home business, uh, and and I've uh, I've done a whole seminar uh, on this uh, dream. What is your dream? Uh, and and uh, I just wanted to take a moment. To no matter why you came into a work-at-home business, you have to have a dream in order to stay, because that's going to be your driving force. Uh, is your dream what you want in life, and uh, 
if you don't have a dream, then uh, you know you may be gung ho at the first, and then something happens and trips you up, and then hey, you're either back out on the street or you're you're uh, you know doing the job thing because you couldn't make it in a work at home business. You've got to have a dream, and that dream has to be big. <clears throat> and it is why most people fail. They uh, uh, they they lose their dream, or they never had a, or they just didn't have a big enough dream. <clears throat> so you got to you got to dream big. You know what is it that you want so bad that's going to uh, push you to you know doing these uh, things that seem mundane at times, and and uh, you know what what's going to keep you going. Yeah, and like Butch is saying here. The business does not fail them; they fail the business, and that's so true. So, what, uh, whatever it is uh, that drives you, you know, uh, get that, see it, smell it, taste it, uh, get it in your mind, get it into your senses, uh, everything. Just let that uh, cover you up, because that, uh, like I say, is going to be your driving force. That's going to be that's going to add fuel to your fire. So, I, I, you know, I wanted to mention this because uh, sometimes, you know, I've, I've mentioned a lot of times why people come into the business, but uh, you got to have a reason for staying. So, uh, have big dreams. Let's talk a moment about mentoring. <coughs> we want to mentor you to be successful in a work-at-home business. That includes using the tools and being a leader in your business. Uh, we want to, you know, we want to walk along beside you, uh, you know, and uh, you know wherever you're at, you know, we're willing to help you uh, to to be able to walk, just like a uh, a baby, uh, you know, learning how to walk. You know, at first they're uh, wallowing all over the floor, and then uh, pretty soon they're able to crawl, and then uh, pretty soon they, you know, they pull themselves up on the, you know, furniture, and then pretty soon they are able to just kind of let go and they're walking and they're walking on their own and uh, you know they're so excited that they achieved it you're so excited that uh, you know you got to see your baby walk for the very first time well that's how it is with in mentoring you know you know when you're first starting out in a work at home business you know you're wallowing around out there you don't know what the hell is going on or anything like that uh, and then pretty soon you're you know, you're doing something a little bit, and you know, with encouragement along the way, you know, you're you're starting to crawl, and then you know, uh, you know, we're there to help, uh, you know, let you grab a hold of us so you can, you know, uh, pick yourself up, you know, uh, and uh, you know, be able to stand up, and pretty soon, you know, you're going to be able to just let go. That's what mentoring is all about. Is uh, and uh, that's what creates excitement for the mentor as well as the person uh, learning how to do a work-at-home business. So, uh, you know, we want to we want to be there with you and help you along. Uh, we want to, to talk about we I've uh, this series here a uh, particular part of the series is on vision. The indispensable quality of leadership is vision. What is vision? Well, uh, we've been talking about it for the past two or three weeks, being able to uh, see the the bigger picture and to be able to to cast that vision out. 
uh, tonight we want to talk about the corporate ownership of a vision. A, a vision is a clear picture of what the leader sees his or her group being or doing. According to a survey reported by Leadership Magazine, communicating a vision is one of the most frustrating areas of leading an organization. You see, uh, uh, Maxwell, Maxwell says that he, he did a, a radio talk show and uh, the, the host poured out his frustration to him during the break concerning this very issue. He said, I have a vision for my people that find it difficult to transfer that vision to others. One fact is true. Leaders who effectively communicate goals to their followers achieve far more than those who don't. You see, successful leaders see on three levels. The first level is perception. Seeing what is now with the eyes of reality. That's perception. That's, and that's, uh, that's just on the first level. <clears throat> the second level is probability. Seeing what will be with the eyes of discernment. So, you know, you're, you're, you're in the thinking stage. <clears throat> and uh, the third level is possibility. Seeing what can be with the eyes of vision, you know. What what could happen? You know how you know and how to and to, uh, you know what is the you know how you want it to be how it should be. A futurist lives on level three. A forecaster lives on level two. A follower <coughs> lives on level one. <coughs> A leader lives on level three leads on level two and listens on level one. For an example, an organization sets changing its name as a goal. The great leader through eyes of vision already sees a new name for the company and that's level three. That leader through the eyes of discernment sees the trend of the organization. That's level two. The leader knows the direction of the company by looking through the eyes of reality. And that's level one. Surprisingly, vision casting does not begin with level three. That's the big picture. It begins with level one, the small picture. And will only be successful if the leader can influence level two, the next picture. So you got to basically you got to know where the people are at, you know, how everything is right at the moment, and in, and then be able to see how to uh, to make that change, and then you got to be able to see where you want it to go. And uh, sometimes a person's vision uh, is one thing, and it turns out something much more than they even uh, envision. So then that's always exciting too. So let's uh, let's understand what hinders vision in level one. That's what we're going to focus uh, for tonight is uh, on level one. What hinders a vision? We see things not as they are, but as we are. 
Therefore, when a vision is hindered, it is usually a people problem. And there are ten types of people who usually hinder the vision of the organization. And the first thing is limited leaders. Everything rises and falls on leadership. That statement is certainly true with vision casting. A limited leader will either lack the vision or the ability to successfully pass it on. The Prime Minister of France once said, If you are doing big things, you attract big men. If you are doing little things, you attract little men. Little men usually cause trouble. Then he paused, shook his head sadly, and added, we are having an awful lot of trouble. You see, and and I've seen, I witnessed that here recently. I'll be talking about uh, one of the tools that we use, or uh, a, a group of tools that we use uh, later on is, uh, in the Veritech uh, system. But I heard the CEO mention uh, one time uh, in a conference uh, that uh, you know that we need to get more people. Uh, in here, you know, some uh, newer, younger blood, and uh, and one of the big res uh, biggest responses that I saw, and it was one or two people that, that said it. It's like, what? You you're gonna cast us out the door? And it's like, no, that wasn't the point. Uh, the point is, you know, he's he's wanting to bring in more and more people. And if you don't have the vision to bring in more and more people, uh, you know, the, the thing is that should have happened was, well, I'm going to go get them then, is what should have happened. But when you're working with limited leaders on that, uh, they, don't, they don't get that. <clears throat> this, which says, that is my response exactly. Okay, then I will go and find them. Yeah. You go and get them. Uh, when when a leader tells you that we need no more people, you go get them. You do what it takes. You cast your own vision, and you go figure out uh, how to to bring in more people. Uh, and Butch is our uh, Butch is our uh, director of marketing in Veritech, and so you know he's going to go out and get them, and I'm going to go with him. Uh, we're going to go get people. The second thing is concrete thinkers. These are things that hinters vision. Concrete thinkers. George Bernard Shaw said, Some men see things as they are and say, Why? That's concrete thinking. I dream of things that are, never were and say, Why not? That's, creative. That's a creative thinker. Charlie Brown holds up his hands before his friend Lucy and says, These hands which may someday accomplish great things. These are hands which may someday do marvelous works. They may build many mighty bridges or heal the sick or hit home runs or write soul-stirring novels. These are hands which may someday change the course of destiny. Lucy, who always sees, sees things as they are, replies, They've got jelly on them. You know, don't you just hate people that, that do that? You know, 
many of you know that uh, that I worked, uh, I was pastor in several different churches, and that was always something uh, that people always said. You know, you're you're trying to build a bigger picture for them, and and uh, do this, do that. You know, create ministries, and uh, and you always got someone out there is like, well, I'm just looking at the reality of things, and uh, it's like, you know. It's like go, you know, go somewhere else. You know, if you're going to be a reality thinker, you know, step aside. Let people who have a bigger picture and want to work go get it. Uh, what is reality? Reality is what you make of it. Depression, anxiety, lack of enthusiasm. It could be all of those. Uh, I mean, people can, you know, that's that's their that's their reality when they look through a window like that. Uh, sometimes uh, they just need to uh, take a, uh, well, like my windows of my house. It's like uh, uh, sometimes they get dusty and dirty and everything, and uh, sometimes you got to take the old uh, water bucket and or Windex and go clean them off. And uh, it's like, uh, you want reality, clean your windows. <laughs> yeah, Henry David Thoreau said, The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. Yeah. Ah, uh, Walden. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> then we have the dogmatic talkers. Many visions aren't realized because of strong, dogmatic people. To be absolutely certain about something, one must either know everything or nothing about it. Most of the time, the dogmatist knows nothing but conventionally says something. For example, everything that can be invented has been invented. That was Charles H. Duell, director of the U.S. Patent Office, speaking in... 1899. Of course, Duell was not alone. President Grover Cleveland once commented in 1905 that sensible and responsible women do not want to vote. <laughs> I see, I see Jerry Lynn's in here. What do you think about that, Jerry Lynn? Sensible and responsible women do not want to vote. <laughs> uh, I know her response on that one. <laughs> my, you know, my wife fell off the chair. <laughs> Butch's wife fell off the chair. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> Obsolete thinking, Jerry Lynn says it. And uh, but back in that day, that uh, that was kind of the thinking. Of course, you know, a lot of things have changed uh, since then. Then there was Robert Milliken, Nobel Prize winner in physics, who said, In 1923, there is no likelihood man can ever tap the power of the atom. Huh. What does he know? Lord Kelvin, President of England's Royal Society, a scientific organization, noted in 1885, Heavier than air flying machines are impossible. Yeah, see, these these were dogmatic thinkers. 
And uh, Maxwell's favorite here is uh, of a baseball great, uh, Tris Speaker. He was quoted in 1921 as saying, Babe Ruth made a big mistake when he gave up pitching. You know, of course we know that he's a home run king. Uh, you know, even though people have surpassed him in the home run department, uh, you talk to anybody, they don't even have to know anything about baseball, and they know who Babe Ruth is, besides the candy bar. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, so, you know, Babe Ruth has gone down in history, uh, you know, uh, being the home run king. And, uh, and I was just telling my, uh, my, my son tonight, my older son, that, uh, I said, you want to, you know, watch your teacher squirm a little bit? Uh, you know more about the particular subject than he's teaching, he or she is teaching. And, uh, you know, if the person really knows their subject, they're going to converse with you. And you know, be able to uh, you'll be able to dialogue with them. But if they have that uh, any little bit of a uh, you know they're not quite sure or whatever, then they'll squirm. Yeah. And uh, it's so uh, so you know and uh, but you know I think that's uh, you know these dog you know these dogmatic talkers you know were quote, the uh, authoritarian or the, the leaders of that particular time. And yet, you know, what do they know? Yeah. Well, then we have uh, everybody's favorite here, continual losers. Many put people look at their past failures and fear the risk of pursuing a vision. Their motto is, if at first you don't succeed, destroy all the evidence that you've tried. That also destroy everyone's attempt to ever try again. You know, I hear that a lot in, in, in churches. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, uh, oh, we've never done that before. You know, seven words to kill a church. Uh, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's never worked before. Well, that was before, and we're trying something in a new time, different people, different attitudes. Uh, let's let's give it a whirl. Yeah. But uh, game is going uh, political on us. It sounds like what we got in, in Washington. It's, that's true, it seems like. Uh, sad to say. Well, then we have the uh, satisfied sitters. People strive for comfort, predictability, and security in life. On the heels of comfort comes complacency, uh, predictability, boredom, and a security. No vision. A nest is good for a robin while it is an egg, but it is bad for a robin when it has wings. It's a good place to be hatched in, but it's a poor place to fly in. It's always sad when people don't want to leave the nest of their lives. Stephen's pleading the fifth. Are you like the are you like the robin, uh, Stephen? <laughs> you know uh, that that nest. I mean, there there's many people that uh you know I'm sure can uh, can uh, complete the fifth on that. I I didn't mean to 
pick on Stephen uh, uh, necessarily on that. Uh, but uh, you know, but people, you know, get satisfied with where they are. You know, they got their favorite programs on TV that they just cannot miss. Uh, you know, they you know they know what's on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. And uh, if anything comes along to disrupt that, oh, I can't do that. You know, uh, uh, let's see, uh, CSI's on. Uh, it used to be Matlock. You know, people wouldn't miss Matlock. Uh, uh, what else is out there? NCIS. Uh, you know, yeah, all these crazy, uh, crazy shows. Of course, sometimes you learn some some from these. They never miss one life to live. Isn't that isn't that a soap opera? <laughs> and maybe and and uh, maybe that's the way their life is uh, that they only have one life to live. <laughs> when a leadership magazine, Lynn Anderson describes what happens when people lose their vision. A group of pilgrims landed on the shores of America about 370 years ago. With great vision and courage, they had come to settle in the new land. In the first year, they established a town. In the second year, they elected a town council. In the third, the government proposed building a road five miles westward into the wilderness. But in that fourth year, the people tried to impeach the town council because the people thought such a road into the forest was a waste of public funds. Somehow, and see that, that's, and that's how people lose their vision. You see, somehow these these forward-thinking people had lost their vision. Once able to see across oceans, they now could not look five miles into the wilderness. Yeah, they busted. And uh, like I said at the beginning here, you know, uh, you you know why you're coming into a work-at-home business, but you got to have that dream. you got to have that dream, and it's always got to stay out there in front of you. And if, you, and if the dream gets lost, then you wind up like these people here uh, that that came over to that started America. They lost their dream, and uh, you know they got caught in to their you know little cubbyhole of a town, and they didn't want to look outside of itself. I should start writing articles in Spanish. I don't even know Spanish. <clears throat> okay, uh, but uh, you know, be, be sure to keep that dream. Oh, but should. Okay, uh, tradition lovers. Uh, I see this in churches big time all the time. Uh, the British have always been good with the patronage system. John F. Parker in Roll Calls tells a story that far that for more than 20 years, for no apparent reason, an attendant stood at the foot of the stairway leading to the House of Commons. At last, someone checked and discovered that the job had been held in the attendant's family for three generations. For three generations. 
It seemed originated when the stairs were painted and the current attendant's grandfather was assigned the task of warning people not to step on the wet paint. One British newsman told of the situation, commented, well, the paint dried up, but not the job. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just be, it just became a tradition to have someone stand there, and no one asked why. Yeah. And we have that in churches, you know. You know why does, not, not just in churches, but that's the one I'm most uh, familiar with. Uh, you know, things happen a certain way, uh, and it's been that way ever since so-and-so's great-grandfather first started the church. And, uh, but nobody knows why. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, the, the granddaughter, uh, asking her mother, you know, why do we cut off both ends of the ham? And, uh, and the mother just says, well, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's been a tradition in our family since, I don't know when. And, uh, uh, you know, why don't you go ask your grandmother uh, why why we cut off the ends of the hand? Maybe maybe she knows, and uh, and the grandmother, you know, told her that well, I cut off the ends of the ham so I can fit it in my baking pan uh, because it, it wasn't big enough uh, at the time that I was I was cooking a ham. Uh, I don't know why everybody else does it. So, people get stuck in tradition, uh, but you always got to ask why. Well, then we have those census takers. Some people never feel comfortable stepping out of the crowd. They desire to be part of, not apart from, the group. These people will only embrace the vision when the majority does. They are never in front. True leaders are always in the minority because they are thinking ahead of the present majority. Even when the majority catches up, these leaders will ha have moved ahead and so again will be in the minority. So, uh, they got to, you know, census, census takers will just hold you back, waiting for, for someone else to do something. And then when, when, uh, when those leaders have gone and done it, then, oh, well, maybe that'll be a good idea. And then, and then they wonder why they haven't made as much money as, as what they could have if they just you know got out there and, and, uh, and took a leadership role. <clears throat> then we have number eight. Uh, problem perceivers. Some people can see a problem in every solution. Usually obstacles are the things you see when you take your eyes off the goal. Interestingly, some people think the ability to see problems is a mark of maturity. <clears throat> Not so. It's a mark of a person without a vision. These people abort great visions by presenting problems without any solutions. Cardinal John Henry Newman said that nothing would get done at all if a man waited until he could do something so well that no one could find fault with it. <clears throat> we see that all the time in business. Everybody's got to have everything so perfect 
before they'll move on. Because, you know, uh, you know, they, it's got to have everything so-so. But the thing is, to grow a business, you know, there's many things that get left undone for a while. And you just got to, you know, you've got to go out on and, and, uh, and build. You've got to keep moving. Fill the holes uh, in while you can. But you, don't, you don't just stop and, uh, you know, oh, what, what's, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, like Jerry Lynn says, companies with that attitude don't last long these days. <clears throat> Number nine, of course, we have the self-seekers. People who live for themselves are in a mighty small business. They also never accomplish much. Great goals are only reached by the united effort of many. Selfless people are vision busters. So... You got to bring you got to bring other people along with you. <clears throat> uh, you don't you don't stop and wait on anybody, but or you know if a person doesn't get it, they're probably never going to get it. But if they're willing to, but if they're reaching out and 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 and, uh, and trying, then you help them. Uh, you help them grow. And uh, and uh, you know they got to do more than what they were doing. So you know, and we're willing to to do that, help people uh, to grow. <clears throat> well, then we have the, the failure forecasters. Some people have a faculty for touching the wrong keys. From the finest instrument, they extract only discord. All their songs are in a minor key. They send a note of pessimism everywhere. The shadows dominate all their pictures. Their outlook is always gloomy. Times are always bad, and money is tight. Everything in them seems to be contracting. Nothing, nothing in their lives expands or grows. These people are like the man who gathered with many others at the Hudson River to see the first steamship launched. He kept saying, They'll never get her going. They'll never get her going. But they did. The steamship belched and moved out fast. Immediately, the same man said, They'll never get her stopped. They'll never get her stopped. It's kind of like the Chinese proverb that states, Man who says it cannot be done should not in interrupt man who is doing it. So, so... These are people that hinders visions uh, at level one. With maniac marketers, you know, we have we have a vision to create leaders. We want everyone to step up and, and be a leader, and uh, and we want to help you grow your work at home business, uh, and to make it your business successful. You have to step up into that leadership role. With Maniac Marketers, we teach you how to grow to be the leader, which is very much needed to build your work-at-home business. That, your success depends upon it, on you being that leader. So let's turn our attention to marketing. What is marketing? Well, there's been, there's been several kinds of uh, marketing uh, since I've been on the Internet. Uh, there's comment, article, email, traffic exchanges, 
educational, relationship, uh, and many others. Uh, well, we have what I call is the coming together of two ages. The information age and the social community age. Yeah, and there's all kinds of people using email to, to spam. Uh, that, that is true. Uh, we're going to bring these two ages together. Uh, let me talk about each one for a, just a second. People use Google, Bing, Yahoo. You know, these are the, the search engines that are out there. Uh, uh, that you know, people go to to find information that they are that they're looking for. You know, most people go to Google, and uh, you know, Google's uh, the biggest. Uh, uh, they have two billion searches a day. It's about probably about three hundred million searches uh, a day that, that people do. Uh, Bing has about ten percent of the search engine market, uh, and then Yahoo comes in. A distant third, with a hundred thousand searches in a week's time. So uh, those are those are the three main ones. Well, then we have the social community age. You know, that's where people are coming together uh, to share their common interests. They get on Facebook, MySpace. There's still, I guess, a few people that use MySpace. Uh, uh, but then there's there's Ning, Dig, Squidoo, YouTube. A bunch of others, and they and they've really grown, especially Facebook. Uh, even my even my mother, who I never thought would get on Facebook or even get a computer, has got a computer and she's on Facebook. Uh, but she's like me; she don't like to play any of the games, which is a good thing. Which is what uh, uh, many people misuse Facebook for. <clears throat> well, then uh, we have uh, information and social community age. Uh, you know, some people want to focus on information, which, uh, and that's good. That's where we should be focusing our our information. It's out there to the search engines, and then, uh, and then there's, uh, but we don't want to, you know, since the social community part is growing uh, as well, we want to be able to pass our information over to these social community agents because we want to stay in contact. Uh, we want uh, we want to provide people information, and if they just uh, we're basically bringing the information to them, uh, and uh, and uh, and sometimes the a lot well a lot of times depending on the uh, social community, uh, you can even get good uh, search engine rankings uh, by using the social community uh, uh, places. So we we have a, the product that we have is Trivita. They're a health and wellness business. Uh, they have your uh, main vitamins, your daily vitamins, uh, your vitamins A through E. They have iron. They have uh, men's and women's uh, daily vitamins as well as a uh, uh, special to each uh, to each gender. Uh, they have uh, uh, sleep aids. You know, have all kinds of products out there. They and they also provide education uh, about their not uh, not just their products, but also uh, uh, you know uh, a person's health and uh, and how it may suffer and and what you can do to 
uh, help uh, correct those things. It's kind of like, a, well, like, a, for instance, vitamin B. Uh, there's a lot of people, uh, and I read this somewhere, not in Trivita, but like uh, people uh, in prisons and everything, uh, they have a lack of vitamin B in them. Anyway, uh, so, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if we gave uh, vitamin B to uh, people in prisons, you know, hey, maybe we would have calmer prisons. Uh, so, but anyway, you know, but they're, the, what I'm getting at is, you know, they tell you what the vitamin's for and how it helps you in your health. Uh, and I take that vitamin B all the time. It calms me down and, and, uh, uh, and it helps me, uh, uh, you know, I just feel different. Uh, not that I'm high or anything like that. I don't mean that, but you know, it, it, but I can see that how the the vitamin B is is helping me. Yeah, I should give. I just probably should give them daily injections. It's kind of like our the Super B in in uh, in Trivita. Uh, that's uh, that would be equivalent of three regular B anybody's regular B vitamins, and it's the equivalent of an injection. And uh, I was t I was telling my son uh, here about a year ago that you know you need to stay on top of your taking your your vitamin B and uh, and he didn't of course being the teenager or kid that he is and uh, and one day he got sick last last year and uh, what did the doctor do she shot him in the butt with a vitamin B <laughs> and he's going ouch 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 it's like Kid, I told you, take your vitamin B. So anyway, I'm kind of getting off the, the subject here. But anyway, Trivita uh, is our product line. And, uh, you know, like I say, they, they do, they do the, the uh, back-end marketing uh, as well as front-end. You know, they have their own TV stations, radio, and, uh, and we can participate with them uh, in that media acquisition program, I believe it's called. Uh, and, we, and they also... Uh, do follow up. Uh, you know, once a person becomes your customer, uh, they send them all these emails and magazines and and uh, and uh, uh, you know just to keep the person informed. Yeah, you can buy you can buy customer. You know, uh, if you want. Uh, and uh, and and what goes along with that is our uh, Veritech system. It is a marketing system. You can go out and on top of that and find your own customers. Uh, provide uh, information out there uh, to Google and uh, share it over with uh, into the uh, social communities. <clears throat> the the Veritech system is a complete marketing system. You never have to go outside the system. It has a lead generation system in there. It has classified ad system. As splash page maker, ad submission tools, blogging, bulk mailer, uh, tracking tools, uh, it's got its own search engines, uh, directories, uh, it's got everything in there. And for $54.95 a month, uh, you cannot beat a system like that at all. Yeah, $54.95 per month. And, uh, you know, we'll show you how to use that thing. And Butch says it's $1.84 per day. Yeah. And, uh, 
I don't want to blow your mind too much, but you know you can even uh, uh, get two or three of these systems, and uh, it is uh, for a fraction of the cost. Uh, uh, but when you get your second and your third system, uh, so uh, you know we'll sh we'll teach you all that stuff. Go out and put your information all over the place. Uh, provide people uh, the information. We also have a social community uh, out there, uh, just you know, for you to use. Put your information out there. Uh, in this social community at Tomorrow's Home Business. .ning.com <clears throat> you can post information through blogs and videos and uh, you can share information from this one social community uh, you can just with a, a click of a button share it right over to Facebook, Twitter, MySpace Delicious, Dig, Stumble Upon and uh, you know I do that every day and it takes me about five minutes and, uh, and I've shared with uh, how many is it? Uh, six other communities uh, with just a hit of a button. Uh, you can create your own profile page to represent you. And like I say, I talked about uh, building a dream and keeping it in front of you. And if you go to my page, my profile page, uh, you know, you'll see my Harley there because that's what I want. That's my dream, getting that Harley. Uh, each profile page is promotable on the internet. Uh, you, you can promote it on the search engines. Uh, you can use RSS feed. You can plug in. Uh, you have several blogs or whatever. You can plug them into that uh, to that RSS feed and uh, and share your information. Uh, also, propel your uh, uh, you know propel your your profile page. Uh, you got people working together in a relationship and. Uh, I was just thinking earlier today that uh, you know there's some people that uh, have went over to uh, uh, Butch's uh, got this uh, experiment going uh, creative writing for the internet and uh, you know it's the same it's this is the same uh, same thing you're you know we're in a community together yes I would uh, I've been thinking about that Butch. Uh, uh, Butch is asking, would you provide a conference on configuring Ning sometime? Okay, and uh, and I've been I've been thinking about that, and I didn't know uh, uh, whether I should interrupt this uh, uh, leadership series that I've been uh, doing, and, and and maybe I could just do it at a different time too, uh, or do a different one, and uh, and then do another one uh, at this time, but. Uh, yeah, I'd be glad to do that uh, because uh, that is really easy to use, and uh, you can put your videos out there. You know, it's uh, we'll we'll have it out there. And I've uh, been getting uh, we've been getting great Alexa rankings uh, right now. It's at two hundred and sixty-one thousand, or just just a, a little little above that. Uh, and uh, and uh, the things that I've been uh, promoting have been getting a uh, uh, great. Uh, Google rankings uh, for what I've been putting it out there for, uh, for like anti-inflammation uh, products, uh, product, and uh, and been getting right on first, uh, it's like the first or second one there, which goes to show you how uh, powerful the commun communities is. Uh, I have a, my Twitter account 
uh, is there too uh, on that same uh, first page. So anyway, uh, you know, we're we're there working together. Our group is the Maniac Marketers. Uh, we can show you everything that uh, that I've been talking about uh, tonight, and uh, and help you build a successful business. So you're left with business choice, choices. With Maniac Marketers, we promise to teach you how to grow to be that leader, and we also teach you how to use your tools to build your work-at-home business. <clears throat> Now, the Maniac Marketers invite you to a successful work-at-home business. So, uh, if someone brought you here tonight, uh, be sure to get back with them. Uh, you can contact me at any time uh, if you'd like to get in, in business with and get started. My, uh, my links here are T-E-R-R-Y-S-R dot V-E-R-E-T-E-K-K -E -E dot C-O-M. Uh, my Trivita link is T-R-I-V-I-T-A dot C-O-M slash 131-343-49. My Skype is Allison Marketing Group. And uh, you can contact me uh, anytime with any, any questions. Uh, James did here uh, last week and uh, I was glad to, to help him, and, uh, and and James can be my witness that uh, I, uh, that when I work uh, that I I got the music going and uh, and uh, I play it loud, <laughs> and uh, I I enjoy what I do. Uh, it took me took me a, a minute or so to uh, to get my music turned off, <laughs> uh, and and again my uh, the community out there is tomorrow's home business. Dot ning dot com. That's T O M O R. Uh, easy for me to say. T O M O R R O W S H O M E B U S I N E S S dot N I N G dot C O M. Just like it sounds. Uh, and if uh, you'd want to come uh, to my conference room, I'm usually there between nine and six uh, Eastern time. It's at T Terry Allison's conference room dot com and uh, I do thank you for coming tonight I hope I've uh, provided uh, uh, good information for you I think I have and uh, uh, I, I uh, I'm gl very glad to do that yeah thanks a bunch butch yeah thank you James <laughs>